You are listening to the Before the Millions. Before the Millions. Before the Millions. Before the Millions. Before the Millions podcast. Yikes. Is this thing on? We ready. We ready. You know, there are so many things I want to cover in this intro, but we don't have a lot of time and we have a lot of content to get to, so I'll make it quick. Relatively quick. Well, my name is Darrell Allier, and it's a pleasure to have you. If you're here, it means you are one step ahead of everybody else. Hey, just because something is perceived as risky does not mean the odds are not in your favor. Every time we come together, I want you to keep an open mind. Opportunity is always lurking. We just need the ability to recognize it. There's an opportunity every day for all of us and multiple for others. But if you're not of the mindset to identify it, then it could be right in front of you and you wouldn't even know it. Going back to risk. I heard this story on another podcast the other day and it went like this. There was once this professional gambler who had some time to spare. So he went into a bar and did what all people who go in bars do. He drank and he drank and he drank. He drank some more, and this was routine for him. He always drank. He was always drunk. And one day, the bartender asked, hey, man, why are you always drunk? What do you do? Who are you? What do you do for a living? Why are you always here? Why are you always drunk? He was like, oh, I'm, you know, I just, it's just my thing. I just drink, but what I do for a living, I'm I'm a professional gambler. I never lose. And the bartender was like, you never lose. What do you mean? He was like, well, I gamble, but I don't take any L's. And he was like, well, show me, you know, make me a bet. And he's like, no, that would be me just taking your money. I don't want to do that. Like I said, I'm a professional. I'm a professional gambler. This is what I do for a living. And the bartender was still curious. He was just like, no, no, just show me, you know, let give me something. So professional gambler was like, okay, give me another drink. Bartender made him another drink, took another shot. And he said, okay, I bet you $5 that I can bite my eyeball. (laughs) The bartender snickered and he was like, you can bite your eyeball. Come on. Five dollars it is. Let me see you bite your eyeball. The gambler was like, "Okay." So what he did was he took his eye out of the socket and he put it in his mouth and he bit it. Of course, it was a glass eye. And the bartender just laughed. He was like, oh, man, that was a good one. Like, I was not expecting that. That threw me off guard. That was a good one. I see how you want that money. Great. He gave him the five bucks. The gambler just turned around and used it to buy another drink. <laughs> so, you know, as the night goes on, he's he's drinking a little bit more and, well, a lot of bit more. And the bartender is, you know, accompanying him and they're having good conversation. And, you know, the bartender's like, you know, let's make another bet. Like, that, that felt cheap. Let's make another one. And the gambler looked at him and was like, I told you I'm a professional gambler. I can't lose. I don't lose. And if you bet again, you probably will lose. And the bartender was like, give me another shot. You know, the odds will maybe be in my favor. I can't. I'd literally be taking your money if I I keep betting you. I don't lose. And the bartender persisted. So the gambler thought some more and he was like, I bet you $50 that I can bite my other eye. (laughs) And the bartender looked at him like, you're crazy. Like, okay, you had one glass eye. There's no way you have two glass eyes. How can you see? Like, you're crazy. There's no way you can do this. So, yeah, put your money where your mouth is. 50 bucks. I have it. Let's go. 
And the professional gambler said, are you sure? And the bartender was like, yeah. And the professional gambler said, okay. What he did this time was he took out his teeth. He took out his dentures and he placed them on his eye and he bit his other eye. (laughs) At this point, the bartender just fell out. He was like, oh my goodness, you got me again. Like, what is going on? And the gambler was like, I mean, I warned you. So the gambler spent the 50 bucks and got like 10 more shots and beer and whatever it is that people drink these days. And (laughs) he went on about his business and he, he met some guys at a table and they were having a good time laughing and giggling. And he comes back about an hour later, he comes back to the bar and he was just like, you know, I, I just didn't feel right about what, what happened earlier. You know, let me make it up to you. Let me make it up to you there. I can win you some money back. Let's make, let's make another bet. And the bartender looks at him and he's like, make another bet with you. No way. He's like, no, 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 seriously, seriously. I feel really bad. And I want to make another bet. Trust me. Like, I think we can work something out to where it's a little bit more fair. So reluctantly, the bartender was like, okay, what you got for me? So he thought, and he thought, and he thought, and he said, I got one. And he's like, I bet you $500. So now the stakes are a little bit higher. He was like, I bet you $500 that I can take a piss in that cup all the way over there. Now, mind you, this cup is all the way across the bar. And the bartender was like, well, I mean, yeah, take a piss. He was like, no, 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 no. I can take a piss in that cup all the way over there from where I am right now. And I will not get a single drop anywhere else. Not on the floor, not on you, (laughs) not on the counter that the cup is sitting on, not on the rim of the cup. I will not get a single drop anywhere else. Guaranteed. $500. The bartender kind of snickered. He was like, okay, now this is the type of betting I wanted to do earlier. Let's do this. (laughs) So they shook on it. After they shook on it, the gambler grabbed one of his last drinks and took another shot. At this point, he's belligerent. He's drunk out of this world. So he stands up on the bar and he says, all right, from here to there, I'm not going to get a drop anywhere else. I'm going to take a piss and I will be successful at not getting a drop anywhere but inside of that cup. The bartender was like, all right, you got it. So the gambler, he just lets loose. I mean, lets loose everywhere. And the funny thing is, he hit everything but the cup. I mean, he hit the counters, he hit the floor, he hit the bartender, he hit bystanders. Like it was just going everywhere. And for 500 bucks, the bartender was dying. He was laughing. He was so happy. He was so amazed that this, this drunk gambler just literally, you know, handed him 500 bucks because the guy just took a piss everywhere. The bartender was like, okay, you definitely need to stop drinking because you're out of there. Where's my 500 bucks? And the gambler was like, see, told you I can get you 500 bucks. And he gives him the money and, you know, the bartender is counting his money and he's all excited. And, you know, he was like, so why did you do that? Like, why did you, you, why did you just give up that money when I, you know, you could have easily kept the $55 I gave you earlier. He was like, well, see, you see those guys over there, the guys that you saw me talking to earlier. He said, well, right before I walked over here, I made a $5 million bet with them that I can walk over here and piss all over your bar. And all you would do is laugh about it. (laughs) The bartender was dumbfounded, but it just goes to show you risk is relative. 
It's relative to what you know. It's relative to the situation. What you may perceive as risky may not be risky to me if I know how to do the research, if I'm equipped with something that you're not. And that's what I want you to understand today. You see, you can make risk work for you if you know how to tip the odds in your favor. That way, someone else's perceived risk of a situation is simply a fallacy. Most of us are living in a fallacy, and our goal is to challenge that. I'm a 26-year-old real estate investor and entrepreneur. I'm from Massachusetts, a little city called Boston. (laughs) You might have heard of it. That was a terrible accent, by the way. But I grew up in the heart of Houston, Texas. It's funny because when I was a kid, I always knew that I would be an entrepreneur. I would pretend to be this big businessman and run a bunch of companies rather than playing Legos and, and toy cars. But I just never knew how and when my entrepreneurial journey would start. I honestly didn't know for a long time, even up until recently. I had no idea what type of impact I wanted to have on the world and what type of difference that I wanted. But boy, a little over a year ago, I figured it out and I figured it out quick. Now, I don't want to bore you with any of my goals and my missions, and I'm sure we have plenty of time for that in our upcoming conversations over time because you'll be a loyal subscriber, right? Right. But I want this to be about you, not me. What are your goals? How do you want to define your life? Do you want to have the authority to define your life? Because quite frankly, most of us, and it's evident through our actions, most of us don't. Simply put, the Before the Millions podcast was created to inspire. Through osmosis, on the show, we'll surround ourselves with super successful people and in turn become successful or more successful. It's really that simple. As I always say, you're a combination of the five people you choose to surround yourself with. If you took the average salary of these five people in your life, I'm confident that you're right in line with the mean. Osmosis people, this goes for every area of your life. If you hang out with people that gossip nine times out of 10, well, you get the picture. Anyways, we interview highly successful entrepreneurs, business owners, and investors to study their paths. Now, success can mean anything, but for success on this show, before the millions, success means the millions. I believe that if you can achieve a million of something, anything, then you have a proven model that's repeatable and therefore very valuable. If you're getting a million monthly eyes on your blog, that's success. We want to emulate that. If you've provided a million shoes to the homeless, that is success. Let's figure out how to be successful like you and impact more people and change our world. You know, there was a guest I interviewed a few weeks back and his goal, literally his goal is to own one billion, would it be one billion dollars in real estate before he's 40 years old? He's currently at 132. That's freaking success. Let's go catch up. I'm not crazy. It doesn't take a whole lot to get started, to be quite honest with you. It just takes the right mindset. Again, since you're here, I know you have the mindset for the job. We believe that the entrepreneurs that we interview provide uncommon insight while sparking creative thinking, shifting mental, emotional, and financial energy. We cover a wide range of topics from the economy, mindset, financial literacy, real estate, online business, to travel, investing, and entrepreneurship. The goal is to debunk common misconceptions in all these areas and uncover alternative methods and expectations for achieving success and happiness. We'd like the podcast to encourage further understanding of ourselves and others. To achieve these goals, we get personal with our guests and follow them on their path far before the millions. I hope you guys enjoy. Financial freedom is like all about kind of dethroning money as like this thing you have to work for in your life and just reallocating 
time as your most valuable resource and doing with time what you want. You know, after all the highs of backpacking around the world and experiencing all these awesome things, I'm sitting at my day job and I'm 20, what, 4, 25, and I'm saying to myself, what the hell? Like, I do not subscribe to this way of life. I'm just like, I can't just be sitting in a cubicle. I've just had the most incredible experience of my entire life, two years living abroad, and I'm just going to sit in a cubicle for the rest of my life. Like, this is not what I signed up for. I want someone to pay me to live my life. Anyone can do it. Like, it's not difficult to master, but I think people discount how many things there are to master in order to create a blog, especially one that gets read. But most people get caught up in this analysis paralysis, you know, kind of mindset. And it's, it's easy to do because it's, it's scary to take that jump into real estate. But once I did, I tell you what, crossing that hurdle, it's not as scary as most people think.